Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye. And I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight's subject is stepping out of victim mentality. Yeah, to outgrow victim mentality is an unbelievable step forward in consciousness. Any of our steps forward in consciousness tend to be intermittent, and then they grow into solidity after a while. If we go way back in time to where uh, anything that was not sensory understood, you know, an ultra-dimensional phenomenon, and our earliest looks at these things, we had no place to put them, we had no way to record it. They'd have to repeat a number of times before they would even enter the memory stream. Uh, but as, we're, as our civilization grows, as we are advancing, um, they solidify, and then you go on to newer experiences of interdimensionality. And a mm. major step that anyone may presume to begin right this very moment mm -hmm. is that there is no such thing as a victim. As long as human beings speak and think with the word victim, we mm. will have war. It is a byproduct. You know what I think the biggest myth or the biggest lie with victim mentality is that victimhood brings you power. It doesn't. That's a myth. Actually, victimhood keeps you under the power of the mm -hmm. victimizer. Because as long as you're a victim, you're not acting in power, you're not making new decisions, you are perpetuating the myth that somebody else has control over you or has more power than you. Yeah. And I, I see a lot um, in, our, in our world, in, in world in general, we had um, where there was no compassion for, for quote-unquote, the victim in a certain interaction. Mm -hmm. And then it swung the pendulum to the other side to have compassion, but it can go too far Way to validate far. where people are getting more validation to stay in victimhood than uh -huh. they are to climb out of it. And that's the pendulum swing between liberal and conservative or any two poles um, in, in anything. Yeah. That it's really the balance point because when you start identifying with being a victim, mm -hmm. you are stuck in quicksand and quagmire. If you look at the people that did not buy into victim mentality. Now, I'm not talking about uh, if something has happened to you, that's happened to you. You don't have to forgive or, or go and say, oh, I, I'm bigger than this other person until you're ready to. Mm -hmm. But to stay in victim mentality really keeps you small and powerless. Well, it's very little understood to us, really, victim mentality. We just don't get it yet, but we may by the end of this program. Uh, the word victim is paired with guilt. They are synonymous. And uh, guilt mentality and victim mentality are the same thing. Um, let me first state that there is no such thing as a victim because um, we have free will, and that is the reason. Uh, we've said on this show now a thousand times easily, the day that you recognize that everything that happened in your life is not only on your side. Everything that happened in your life is your idea. If that is not true, then we do not have free will. But it is true, and we do have free will. So everything that ever happened, well, I'll do it first person, everything that ever happened was my idea. So I got shot to death. Okay, I was not a victim at any time during that experience. I was catapulted to the other side, where I got to see the contract that the person that shot me and I signed together. So I was not his victim at all. As a matter of fact, that person was agreeing to do what I had suggested that he do. 
there was no victim involved. Now, the victim is the most commonly spoken word on any news broadcast that there is, of all the words used. Victim is the one that is. Vic? The, yeah. We can't even. V. Yeah, it's said <laughs> so commonly. It, shorten yeah, it to V. Just V. <laughs> and the V was struck down by. Yeah, no, it's, it's completely overused and it's going to flatline for that reason. But uh, it's a complete myth. I, I'll do the uh, Katrina. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, Katrina, and, and when the, the broadcast knew about Katrina, the word victim just. There are 78,000 victims, there are 126,000 victims, victim, 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 okay. No, there were no victims in Katrina. There were people who participated in Katrina and people that chose Katrina as their opportunity to take their gate into other realms, in other words, die. But there were no victims. Well, can I just add something sure. before we go further with that? Yeah, because yeah. I think that's a very valuable path to go on. But we get v- new viewers all the time, and oh. I know when I first heard of this concept back in the late 70s when I read one of the Jane Roberts books, and, and Seth was putting forth the con- concept that there wasn't any victims, that on some other level we do choose all this. And I remember mm-hmm. I got really angry at the oh, comment. Yeah. Well, I got really angry at that comment because I thought, well, how could little children choose to have leukemia or... Um, the, a woman choose to be beaten and raped or any of these things. I thought that, that just doesn't make sense. And it took me a little while before I realized that this was not the only dimensional plane that we are consciously living in. Mm-hmm. I knew that, but I didn't have words to put around that. After I did, I started seeing that we're creating in higher and higher dimensions as well. And so when we say there are no victims and that we all choose what it is we do and what we put forth here, We must rise to a higher place when we say that to ourselves and ask ourselves to really look at that rather than saying it's this willful thing uh, like people make uh, victim, quote-unquote, of of crimes in courtrooms. It's like they're being turned into the perpetrator. So we're not not looking to do that. But it is a very inviting, wonderful thing to to inspire people to go out and say, okay, what level did I create this and Mm -hmm. why did I? Yeah. And all events really are neutral events, and it's our beliefs that place a value on them. Now, our beliefs, some of them are very constructive, and others are not as constructive. But once we know that our beliefs about a certain event is what gives us the emotion and the feeling about it, it's very freeing and powerful. So we do not have to remain in victim mentality. We can use it to empower ourselves to ascend to do more and more things rather than to be stuck in quagmire and quicksand of victimhood and never being able to get out of it. Yeah, as long as we're going to um, not recognize the greater part of ourselves, then it becomes difficult for somebody to understand that they are steering themselves. I steered myself by being shot in the head. That was definitely steering. I had my entire anatomical brain reconfigured by the bullet passing through it. I, and I definitely chose that, Now I am aware of it. And I understand that if this is way too much for anybody, that they are just not at the point where the leap uh, out of victimhood is going to happen, well, then by all means, change the channel. And I'm very serious. If this is way too much, you don't have to listen. It's not our job to convince you. We are just saying that this concept of the... Yes. I think it's okay to give people steps to that concept because what I'm saying is 
I didn't just leap right off the boat and say, oh, okay, it took me a little bit. So I'm also encouraging, rather than changing the channel, for people to stick with it until it becomes make more sense to you. Yeah. And, it's, if, and if the person is not there, there, there are so many people that are at so many different dimensional places That's true that too. I can so truly what? understand mm -hmm. that this would be too much for someone. Okay. I really do get it. Okay. And I'm not requiring anyone to listen is what I'm saying. Now, the idea of steering yourself through other dimensions, which we do all the time, and so we had summed this up in the surprise game. In other words, think of the last time you were surprised. Well, whatever happened that surprised you was your engineering. Your signature was on it. That surprise was your idea. Mm -hmm. Now, if you cannot at this moment find the place at which you made the decision to have that occur in your life, and I understand the amnesia. I really do get it. That information is not available. Okay, then how are we going to explain that the surprise was your idea, and that's actually the surprise, that it is your idea? So if, you're, if the equation is going to drop out in the middle for people, that's really okay. My point being that there is no such thing as a victim because we choose everything that happens in our life. And I might choose to appear in such a way that I was a victim, but I'm telling you whatever that set of circumstances was not only my idea, was not only on my side, but it caused me to take a step forward that I might not have taken had I just been, uh, whatever word, in neutral for one reason or another, that uh, what we, when we use the word victim, we are saying I am kicking my own ass and not aware of it. That's what we're talking about. Now, to completely step out of victim, the, the mass shooting that occurred in XYZ, blah, 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 that event, all of those people chose that. Absolutely everyone chose it. In okay, order, yeah. well then, then one would ask, uh, what is the step past that? Once you realize that you've created it, here is where I would also like to um, share something that I have seen people or heard people ask a lot. Well, if I created it, then I must be some piece of work. I must be a loser of some sort. Why would I create this? It's important to look at the why one created it from a very loving standpoint. And we, we say on the show all the time that there's always a bigger picture. Pan mm -hmm. up and see the larger picture. Mm -hmm. And it has been true that large groups of people in, in big, what we call catastrophes, come that large groups of people incarnate together to make a larger social statement as, as the culmination of their earth path. And they do it with larger groups of people. And it's not really for us to speculate and say, well, this could be a reason, this could be a reason. Because there are as many reasons as there are people and moments. But just know that there are reasons, and we don't have to know what they are, and that there is a bigger uh, synchronicity and synergy and dynamic than we are consciously aware of with our 3D mind. Yeah, and to step out of that. So let's have some people call in and tell us where it is you believe that you are a victim. Well, and we will explain to great. you that That'd it was great. your idea and that uh, there, the benefit from it is whatever the victimhood well, is. Well, but the steering, um, the small child that is beat up by a bully did so to ensure himself that he would insist that he have martial art classes. Okay. You know. Well, and or then whatever we'll go it into is. law enforcement as a direct result because in the, uh, the preamble to the incarnation, the person was looking through careers. Oh, yeah, law enforcement. I always want to law, yeah, put me in there. Yeah, law enforcement. 
Well, you know, the way you are, that's not going to... Well, yeah, well, then, all right, set me up. Set me up good. Uh, I want to be beat up and then become really good at something in martial arts, and then, then I'll go and be a very competent law enforcement person because well, this is what would amuse me in this lifetime. Well, I, I'm just going to... Yeah, that's, that's very true, and yeah. there could be an assortment of reasons. But mm -hmm. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think to, key, to take this to a place where we're talking about victim mentality and not the actual whether you're a victim or not a victim. Yes, person A did this to person B. That's not the issue and that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the victim mentality. Right now, the only way that victim is compensated or slash healed is to stay in victim mentality. Go to court and be the, 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 um, the victim in court or to be the victim with other people and then they get their compassion and so what happens is the victimizers continue victimizing pe the victim by keeping them in victim mentality. It is an illusion to think that the victimizer has power over you. They may have physical strength in that category, but they don't really have any power over your psyche and how you feel about the event. Every event offers a gift, a blessing, and a growth in it. And so it's up to us to look for that with eyes of love instead of eyes of hate. Because the more you resist something, the more it persists, as Leah said. And the more you begin to mm -hmm. look for uh, stepping out of the mm -hmm. victim vocabulary mm -hmm. and into the idea that this is occurring for, uh, that one, it's my idea. This event has my signature on it without any question. Uh, it could not possibly because it's part of my life. Everything in my life is my idea. That's what free will means. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the idea of victimhood is stating that there is no such thing as free will. Everything that happens. So we are this unbelievable and now visible, perhaps, choreography that's going on on the planet, all woven together really rather perfectly, except it's got this odd thread in it, the victim thread in it. Whereas if it were recognized as a series of experiences in order to get me to be a more evolved me instead of uh, these little miniature victimhoods that we go from hood to hood to hood. Little like red that. victimhood? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it's not belittling when people have events occur and, and they were injured. And I, I trust that people are getting that. But we really, if we were to even look at it, this from the world of the Trinity, the victim, victimizer, and rescuer, and it's not to become the rescuer, that's not the way out. It's not to become the victimizer, which a lot of abused people do. And it's not to allow yourself to be the victim. It's to climb out completely. But one thing, if we were to look in that dynamic and say the victimizer and the victim, the victimizer, could control the victim forever, and we could look at that as the government controlling the people by keeping them victims. Victim is, the victim mentality is an absolute pristine, state-of-the-art control mechanism, a control technique exercised over people. So for people to remain in victimhood, it's literally like you're saying, okay, uh, let me, let me continue being hurt by you for the rest of my life. Well, that brings and there, to just real quickly, yeah. there was a woman, and I, I don't know her name. She, was a, uh, she survived Auschwitz. It was one of the twin uh, mm -hmm. ladies. And she started a project called uh, Project Forgiveness or something like that, where she says it doesn't serve people at all to hang on to anger 
because it really hurts them, if not, I mean, yeah. it doesn't hurt the other person, it hurts them. So she tr tried uh, Project Forgiveness, and I think it was just at a place where people really weren't ready to hear that. I don't believe that we have to forgive our victimizers, because forgiveness no. implies that you are betraying you and you're taking their side. Mm -hmm. But forgiveness is a byproduct of understanding a larger mechanism and your power within it. Forgiveness then becomes the byproduct of yeah. that discovery. And the next step up is that you actually love the person that harmed you because they did so, one, by your request, that was your idea, and they did well, it to they get you to change and to get you too. to become a different person because you were going to be recalcitrant. If it wasn't for that event, you would have resisted the change, and they just snapped it into place, and you want to love them for doing that. Yep, that's true. And there that's is a the point at which well. guilt vanishes because all manipulation is guilt manipulation. The only way for people to be contained is for people to act and think and have a vocabulary and a language that's just riddled with guilt. And that's our whole point. We really do have to change the way in which we think, change the words in which we think, yeah, in order for us to step out of victimhood, in order for us to outgrow a very primitive concept of being a victim. As long as that exists, God, I, you know, uh, we'll get to you in one second, caller, the uh, people that are upset about the idea that the universe may collapse, okay? Now, and people are actually upset about this, and from what I understand, losing sleep. Now, if you were going to not take your next breath, <laughs> okay, that's the, the allegory to it. Hi, caller, what's your name, please? Helen. Ellen. Hi, I love your show. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you. Could we turn up the volume in the studio, please? Hi, what's your question? Uh, Mary, uh, a while back I called you for a reading. Uh-huh. And I don't know how the heck you do with those cards, but uh, you were right on the money. Uh, I was considering a move, and the card said that the opportunity would present itself. Uh-huh. And that was completely accurate because that's exactly what I've been doing. So how do you do that? Oh, well, I'm so glad. Well, you know, I would say it's not me at all. It would just be for all of us when, when uh, an intuitive thing comes through, which we all have access to, it's just a matter of um, not doubting it as much. So I would say um, just because I've been doing it for a long time, I just don't doubt the information as much. Although I still doubt on occasion like we all do since we're human. But, but thank you so much for that feedback. That was very kind yeah. of you. But the card showed that? That I'm considering a move? I, I, we're, not getting, we're not able to hear you here in the studio. So can you shout loudly into the okay. phone? Okay. Uh, the card showed that I was considering a move? Um, Have they shown? Did they, you mean? Did they show that I'm considering a move? Uh, you know, I just don't remember that particular reading, um, oh. so I couldn't tell you that. Now, in general, the cards, if you look at the cards, um, here, here's how I see it. There's a part of me that has forgotten, which is this 3D personality, and the part of me that remembers everything. And essentially, you could look at the universe as being those two things. And the part of me that has forgotten is created by the part of me that remembers everything, and that at times, this part uh, looks for more knowledge than it exists within this forgetfulness. And so cards, or your intuition, 
could be seen as like 78 little mirrors that are all positioned perfectly so that you could see whatever it is you're looking to see. And so if you were looking to see if you were going to move and you put that as a, as a traject target, then you could use the cards to pull that information through. So um, I'm pretty sure if that's what you were wondering. Um, yeah. Well, and anyway, our, great job. Okay, you know. well, thank you so much. Thank and you for calling. The, yeah, and the purpose of our show is to get us to recognize just what a hand we are playing in our life. Uh -huh. That 100% of everything that happens in our life is our idea. That is our idea. Well, one of the things I put in, in the website about my readings is it's not about knowing the future. It's about creating the future. Exactly. Now, the thing is, is you can use cards to see the trajectory of where you're headed now so that mm -hmm. you can make decisions, new decisions, uh, about where you would like to head and change your life through that. Yeah. And so it's really uh, a wonderful thing to be open and know that we have access to a larger field of knowledge. And this even ties into tonight's topic. Yeah. We have ever-present, constant, ready source access to everything that ever will be, was, or is. And it's a matter of letting go of the petty angers and hurts and past events and past conversations to get those conversations out of your head so that you can hear the larger truth. Yeah, so let's uh, have some people call in that are stuck with the idea that they are a victim about something and see if we can just add a little bit of ingredients to their soup uh, so that they can recognize that it was their idea and that that event caused them to move forward dramatically. So call in if you are still ticked off about something, if you're still um, well, just convinced that you were a victim in the situation, and we would be very happy to provide an emollient that will allow you to recognize your hand in it as well as the subsequent blessing that came from it because there's nothing that is not a blessing once you have the consciousness to see that. Okay, let me just say one thing. Sure. Um, in, the, in the trinity that most of us live in, at least for good portions of our life, of the victim, victimizer, and rescuer, yeah. sometimes it can seem to people to let go of the victim identity that then we have to put ourselves in the victimizer, the blamed and the blamer. Yeah. We could say instead of victim and victimizer, yeah, the blamer, blamer and the blame, yeah. the blamed. You don't. You climb out of it. When you let go of victim mentality, you let go of all three. You are therefore never responsible for finding justice for other people. That's really their spiritual path. Sometimes it's on your path to contribute to that, but most of the time it's not. And you don't automatically become the victimizer of yourself by admitting that you are not a victim. When we take responsibility and power in our lives, that doesn't mean that we are victimizing ourselves when we create something that looks like that. So yeah. step right out of it completely. It's extremely liberating when you he have the ears to hear what it's, I just yeah, said. To, and to understand it is uh, the rescuer, which would be re-skewer. In other words, if you rescue someone, then you are skewered by them because then you owe them because you cannot not be at a deficit. So the thing just keeps spinning. Or the rest being cued, like being called. Yeah. Rest, like take a rest from being called. Yeah, because that is the, the call thing. is feeling like you have to be in one of the three identities. Yeah. I remember the animated series of Batman where he was seriously in trouble and someone said, here, I'll, I'll rescue you. And he said, well, I don't do helpless. 
and got himself out of it. And that is basically what we're talking about. As That's, long, I love that line. That's yeah, great. As long as we are going to pretend that we're powerless and we're going to build this enormous body of evidence to prove that we are powerless, well, dance on. It's not my gig. I'm just, uh, we, we're doing this show. If you want to call in because you're stuck feeling that you're a victim for something, we would love to assist you. If you do not, then you do not. It's, it's just a non-issue. We're offering a service. If it's not taken, well, then we'll continue on. Well, I think maybe on. to clarify, um, yeah. it's very, very helpful to get another person's take on things yeah. from an more of an objective view, a higher view, as to why things were taken on. And one thing you, you can do, not, not even having to call in, but look in your life and look at the times that you have been, quote, unquote, victimized. We're not belittling the fact that somebody went through a hard time or went through their dark night of the soul. But when we start looking at events uh, as just is, it's just the event, and now my beliefs are telling me how to feel about that. And when someone makes us feel powerless, it's, in, it's going to be in the form of you're a victim, you can't get out of this, you're mm -hmm. too little, you're too short, you're, you're a woman, you're a man, you're, you're up or you're down. You're that automatically makes us limited and that I don't do helpless is a frame of mind, a state of mind. That doesn't mean that you will never find yourself in a position stuck in a well. You're going to have to have a rope to climb out. It's not the tangible physical reality experience that we're really referring to here. It's a state of mind that then attracts the physical experience. Yeah, we got our uh, caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name's Lena. Lena. All right. Hey. Hi. I was calling in because I feel like I'm a victim um, of right. a situation that I'm in. Well, about three years ago, my ex-boyfriend and I broke up. Um, we were in a relationship for about four years, and he, he's an alcoholic. He, we broke up when he went into treatment. We didn't talk about the first year why he was sober. He only stayed sober for a year. And once he relapsed, he started to call me and started to come around. This has happened for the last two and a half years. It's yeah. like every five or six months he pops up in my life. Mm. I've changed my number. He's changed his number. And then it's gotten to the point now where I want to reach out to him and I can't. And I feel like wait, I'm wait, a victim. Wait, wait, okay. wait. No, I agree with you. This appears to be st stuck in victimhood. First, I want to say that the magnetics are what we would like to understand here. Uh, this is taking place because of the idea of uh, rescuing him and then yourself being, you see the harmony that's going on there? It's back and forth between the two of you. Yeah. And you're both playing the full spectrum of game. And this is an incredibly um, well, acted out in such a strange way for the fact that it would be a form of love. Here, go ahead. Whatever you'd no, like I, to say. No, I, I didn't hear the whole thing. I, I, I feel like I, I need more. But to me, that feels like a guilt spiral yes. that she's in. Even, yeah, a even more than a, a victim. Guilt keeps you in that spiral, too. Yeah. Guilt is the evil like twin of victim. Like I wasn't good enough, victim. or, That's yeah. exactly or how I, I can't yeah. get better than him, or something yeah. like that. And yes, so we I feel that way. So we refer you to the advanced planets uh, and the development on the advanced planet where the child is first asked to recognize who it is they are. And we don't get much of that on this planet. After the child recognizes who they are, that is the, the becoming consciousness part of it, they are then asked to 
figure out something that they would love to do. And then after they have figured out what they would love to do, then the idea of acquiring a mate comes into the play. But only after they know who they are and what it is they would love to do, then it would be who it is that you would love. On our planet, it's almost always in reversed order. You end up falling in love before you have a clue who you are, never mind what it is you would love to do. And so then the entire thing goes into this distortion where you're in your 40s and you go, ah, I'd love to play the saxophone, but somehow I'm a plumber because I have two kids and now I'm dad, or you know th this entire distortion of the, the paneling. So first, the fix in this is to begin by saying, well, who am I? Because as long as I'm what's-his-name's girlfriend, I'm in this guilt spiral. It's all right, well, who am I then? That's the first question. And then, what would you love to do? And you don't have to answer now or um, anything like that. I'm not putting you on the spot. Well, let me, let me yeah, just well, go ahead, ask please. her, yeah. just so, um, were you saying that um, the, how you felt like a victim was that you couldn't get out of that situation? Or, or what was the uh, point that made you feel that way? Well, it makes me, well, I feel somewhat that I can't get out of this situation, but what makes me feel like the victim is because we are not together. We haven't been together in three years. He's dated other people, but yet he comes back around, and then when I feel like I'm ready to kind of mingle with him, you know, hang out and be sociable, he just disappears. Oh, and okay. I don't hear from him at all. He okay. changes his well, number. Now, now l let me just say this, because mm -hmm. this is perfect the way, um, the description that I was originally giving about the victimizer controls the victim by keeping them as the victim, mm -hmm. as victim mentality. It's a control technique um, that people use. It's a control manipulation that we use with each other to keep us in the, and I, in, in my thinking, I look at it as uphill and downhill from each other. When we're downhill from somebody, and, and the role that you were playing in that is that you were downhill, he would come in, you would get to the place where you trusted enough to open up, and then he'd be gone, mm -hmm. and th then that would leave you in that place again, correct? Yes. Yeah, so that's how we control each other is to, he has that power to do that. By climbing out of victim mentality, then even if he goes away, he no longer has the power to make you feel badly about yourself mm -hmm. or to withdraw again. Yeah, I remember very early on in the becoming conscious thing that I knew someone that was disastrous to have around. As soon as they were in the picture, things were malfunctioning. And I would, uh, <laughs> I would I've get never to the known point. Like that. Yeah, I would get to the <laughs> point where I would invite their aggress in no uncertain terms, and they would go. And uh, because we, all of us, have um, a generous and loving heart, this person would vanish long enough for me to forget, and then they would show up again, and I'd say, "Well, okay." And then the disaster would occur, and I'd snap on again. I would understand and again invite their aggress in no uncertain terms. And then they would go away. And this happened, so there was uh, an ever-increasing amount tool. of time uh, because I would remember longer every time mm -hmm. that this was just not the person exactly. to have in exactly. your life. And so when it got to the point where it switched on, there are some people that I would invite and some people that I would invite not. Okay, And that is a call you make about people. And the ones that you would invite not, you just explain, the chemistry here is a disaster. 
I'm not going anywhere near it. I will see you in 250 to 300,000 billion years. But that's exactly the point. I was going to say lifetimes and from this now, gets, but yes. This gets to the place where you trust people to be true to their own nature. Yes. Now, one thing you know, Lena, about him is that that is his nature to do that, and mm -hmm. that's how he finds his um, codependent power, because until we grow past codependent power, yeah. we manipulate each other. And mm -hmm. once we are past it, we no longer manipulate each other, and you're not manipulated anymore either. So now you know it's his nature to do that, and instead of hoping for yeah. something different each yeah. time, which They'll is really what we're taught, that if we're yeah. loving people, we go to people with a place of trust, and even if we see lipstick on their collar, we're not supposed to say anything. And what happens with that kind of thing is we're ripped in half, and our intuition goes this way, and our knowing goes this way, yeah. and our, 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 our social knowing, that way. And, yeah. and our insanity goes up, and all this. Yeah. Now, the thing is, is you knew, and you have always known intuitively exactly what was going to happen each time, and that the, he has been your petty tyrant, as Carlos Castaneda used to call them, your sparring partner that's helped you to, to n start trusting your own instincts instead of relying on what the social etiquette is, let's yeah. say. Elena, uh, this was a totally excellent yeah, call. Yeah, thank we, you. We, just, we, we would love to hear from you again. Thank you for the cojones uh, to have spoken this. Okay. Go forth, victim no more. Yes. Out of the victim trinity. Yeah, and own your life. It's your life. Wear the victim yeah. trinity like a crown. You know, it's like, okay, that's gone. Like yeah. those hats. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have bye another bye. call. We do. Hi, caller. What is your name? Hi, Mary. Hi, Nemo. Hello. Mohammed. How are you? Oh, better hey. Better. How's it going? Hey. Doing good. Thank you. I was calling, actually, in reaction to what Neville said earlier. A friend of mine here said that she was a total douchebag for saying that people bring on themselves the, uh, the catastrophes that they bring to their lives. And I wanted, actually, Neville's reaction. I got, I'm not hearing. Okay, I'll tell. Um, they were talking about it, it, that reaction that I was saying. When one first hears that, they yeah. think, well, why would we bring these catastrophes? And it's not really that we're bringing the catastrophe. We're bringing the learning yeah. in the form of catastrophe so until, we like know, catastrophe. until we have a higher way of bringing us our knowledge. So yeah. they wanted you to respond to how a person could do something awful to themselves like in a form of a catastrophe, I believe. Okay, Am I right? as much as I would love to believe there is the concept of something awful, as much as I would love to believe in that nonsense, everything turns out to be on your side. There are no exceptions. We have on so many shows that you really have to get over the bipolar thinking that is involved with a mind that goes, that's good and that's bad and that's good and that's bad, because that's literally bipolar. Good and bad, the trinity of good and bad, which is what you're asking me for. Okay, the trinity of good and bad, the point at which you understand that good and bad are actually the same thing, is the place where you recognize them as decisions, where you recognize them as yin and yang, defining each other, where you recognize them as both teachers. That is the point at which you can begin to edit the amount of debris that goes through the average person's mind that is here in a bipolar mindset 
going, I like that, I don't like that, this is good, this is bad. You, the step out of that is the recognition to begin to think in trinities. And until you get to that point, all of these are going to be stepping stones you're, you're reticent to take because, oh, gee, that might not be. No, come on, we have to step beyond this. There is a whole world waiting to happen for us that we keep turning down because of this superstitious fear that all of this stuff is out of our reach when it isn't. Everything that you ever did in your life was in your favor. Well, you know, I thought that was very well put, and um, it, it's very true. Um, we ha there is an experience. It's a neutral experience. Then it comes upon a belief, and we have the belief about the experience. Then that comes to a feeling or an experience of that event. If we can view every event, good, bad, and indifferent, in our, in our experience of it, as all a neutral event, and it comes through the filter of our belief, uh, we gain mastery over our life. So perhaps one could say the bad, quote unquote, catastrophic events are, are there to teach us how to become masters of our own beliefs and creating our own beliefs and things like that. And it's also a way to cosmically do a reset and to balance you within that. I realized one time that I was using so much of my creative life force with these black and white marbles, good, bad, every event, everything that came through to me, I ran it through the good, bad meter. And the poet Rumi says, there exists a field outside of the land of right doing and wrong doing. I'll meet you there. And when I stopped doing that, I started really getting the message and the real truth of that experience. And what I found was I stopped having, I, I didn't have to have the catastrophic type of experiences anymore. In other words, we will learn through pain until we learn we don't have to learn through pain anymore. That there really isn't pain, it's just sensations. Well, I that's, that's to up to the individual, the, but it, you don't have to believe that. Yeah, in the new book, in the protocols, the third, ironically, third protocol is thinking in trinities. And in the book, I talk about the, what I call the Teflon trinity, which is very easy to understand. Okay, now, this is a yes-no game. We came here to evolve, yes or no? Well, yes, okay. We came here to evolve, and we evolve by having experiences. Yes, no, yes, we came here to have experiences mm -hmm. in order to evolve. Therefore, there are no good experiences because they help us to evolve. There are no bad experiences because they help us to evolve. There are just experiences. Once they are just experiences, your magnetic field changes dramatically, and you do not, as you're saying, have to draw such a catastrophic event in order to get your own attention. Well, but until then, you do. Right, and... And, and I would have finished that. Oh, so. well, go ahead. Well, once everything just is, then there isn't this um, imperative. In other words, so say somebody stops diagonally on a busy street in rush hour, and there's now a traffic jam. It's miles in every direction. Well, everybody in that traffic jam is held in place by a single word, and that word is idiot. But if it was just an experience, if it was, oh, a traffic jam, well, how wonderful. I'll sit here and meditate. What an opportunity. This is the greatest thing I could think of. I'm going to get out and run around the car 12 times. And still the traffic won't move, but I, so I don't care. I'll sit on the hood and read a book. Okay, you would have never, with that attitude, gotten into that traffic jam because it could not have magnetically attracted you into it. 
as long as you are in this good-bad paradigm, dichotomy paradigm, yeah, that's all you're looking at. And it's not like the good unbalances the bad. You just, you ended a deficit no matter what. So this is what we're talking about. Leaving victim mentality is leaving thinking in right and wrong. Well, we, it's really important to really hear ourselves. And I mm -hmm. think the further we go on our path, and sometimes it's to walk through the, the hardships, quote unquote, that we go through, the dark night of the soul. It's the place that drives us inward. If life out here is fine, running fine, often people don't look in here. So that's another reason people can create a broken heart or a relationship that doesn't work or losing the job is so that it drives them inward. Now the thing is, is when you are at peace with going inward, you don't have to have your angels come disguised as demons to burn your hold away on your old belief systems. Mm -hmm. And there reaches a critical mass when the pain really does stop and go away. And you don't have to bop yourself over the head in the form of catastrophic events in your life. And it's not for us to say good or bad. It's up for each individual to say good or bad. And say, what is it? it, it one thing that we're taught is that if it's good and all these wonderful things that happen, if we have a positive outlook, then it's fantasy. If it's negative, then that's the reality. And that's, tr that's not true. If you have a choice, choose something that empowers you. Okay, yeah. I'm, being, I'm being shown. Yeah. It's time for the duck. No, I'm not time duck. for the duck. We, okay, let's see the Mayan really quickly. Well, they're, they've got all queued up on the duck now. Okay. Um, so I think that that's probably in the, in the, in the works here. But the, it is a six-bend day. It's been six, and it's been five. Truman, Cap Truman Capote, that's funny. Uh, that's an interesting transposition. Uh, it's actually Quentin Tarantino. Uh, it's a six bend. <laughs> they do have some similarities. Yeah, so. uh, that's the trend. Now well, I hear a quacking off in event. the distance. Okay. 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 I hear. Well, well. At any rate, I know they're getting the duck graphic up. But in the meanwhile, it's really important to see that we're the source of all things. Yes. And. Uh, okay. Okay. Our duck dangler. Here we go. What a I lovely job duck. our duck dangler is doing. Yep. Okay. You got the wild card. Lanklin, yeah. That's good. Thank uh, you. And that would be fitting for a show on, on leaving victim mentality. Perfect. Because uh, as soon as you are not this person that translates everything into victim and um, guilt, well, there's nobody you know you can talk to, except us, of course. And we would always welcome the call in. But this idea of leaving the way in which we've been brought up to think uh, isn't for the weak of heart. Well, we I got expansiveness, yeah. expansiveness as my card. Mm -hmm. And that's whenever you're feeling constricted and unhappy, always expand bigger than it. Mm -hmm. That's the key and the secret to happiness always become bigger than it, mm -hmm. and then you have power over it, even your victimhood and even your pain. Okay, yeah. we have a caller? Excellent, we do, our first okay. caller. Hi, caller, what's your name? Hi, hello, my name is Dina. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, how are you? Great, Good. thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just calling tonight to wish you two a, a happy spring. Well, thank oh. you. And also to uh, see if there, there's a reading that you could provide for me tonight, please. I would be most happy to. Thank you. 
Okay. Well, the first card we get, and wow, talk about spring and transformation. I feel that we've had so many billions of years of this evolution with um, bursting forth in spring that we, we naturally do that. Um, and, and the transformation card is saying that something really major has gone on in your life in, in the recent past that's made you look at life completely differently. And one of the things that you may be in the midst of now is looking at some of the beliefs that no longer serve you. This card comes up often when it talks about our mother's beliefs. And it's nothing negative against mothers or, or whatever, but that there might be some beliefs that, that you've gotten that it's time to look at and maybe set down. And it's not a disrespect to our ancestors. It's saying that this is how evolution happens, is by us setting down and, pick, and picking up who we really are. And the fighting card, if you look in the background, there's the clouds of the two people fighting. That's, that's really that war of good-bad that goes on within us. And sometimes we walk around with this set of rules that, that, if, that we assume everybody else is following. And, and a lot of times there's, there's reasons why it would be good for people to follow that. But that it's, it's so draining to, to be the one that keeps uh, order in the universe. And I think this is saying, let go of it and just let everybody do what they do. Let your armor down and be open and let things that, that you don't care for just to blow right through you and not enter into that mind conflict because I think you're going to have some opportunities that would be really wonderful. So don't let your limitations hold back your, um, your creative expression. It's an interesting truth that we are all at war with ourselves. Yeah. And certainly we have seen some serious casualties. Mm -hmm. And our program is about winning that war. Or about creating peace. And the peace can only occur in the now. Or stepping out of the war might yeah. be a better way to say yeah. that. And we have our next caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, Neville. Hi, Mary. This is Carrie. Great show tonight, as Hi. always. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you. Hi, Carrie. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to see if I can get a reading. I would be happy to. Thank you. Okay. The first card, the adventure. I love this card, and this is who we all are, really. It's the child that makes the decision to step out into the world and the rainbow light comes on. The child had been afraid to take that step. And I feel like there was a span of time where you said, I don't know. I don't really know what's out there. And the brain always seeks to know before it steps, look before you leap. But the heart always knows, and it takes that leap. And here is where um, some cycles, like maybe you did take that leap, and now cycles, repetitive patterns are starting to emerge and not to swallow you up or to pull you back into them, but so that you can see them as patterns. And any pattern is not a living, breathing, deciding entity. It's just acting out on a pattern. And for you to make different decisions, oh, and break out of that, <laughs> exactly what I was getting ready to say. Mm -hmm. Take the pattern and say, it's just a pattern. I am the, the designer of this. And I feel like great change is getting ready to happen. The change that young, innocent, um, inspired you was looking for a long time ago. Well, thank we have you. our next caller? No. No? That's good. We have a few moments in yep. this. If we can do a close-up on the uh, crystal ball here, uh, just to show it. This, this is, is a lovely, lovely being. Yeah. Is, um, not well, not yeah. me. No, this. you're a lovely being. Okay. I met this. This is the rutilated quartz, smoky quartz it's got ball. Rutile. That I've known for many for a very long time, and when I first got it, 
entire thing was spotted, was opaque and spotted, and yet somehow recognizable. And at this point, it's three quarters, more than three quarters clear, and the root tiles have become highly visible, and they are in the process of collecting and transmitting energy. It's really just, a gorgeous baby. Yeah, and just passing your hand over it inputs information mm -hmm. into you, more than some crystal balls, certainly. But mm. it's a lovely piece, and uh, well, we're going to be at Ruby Tuesdays coming up. Ruby? Uh, Ruby, you must roll the R. Ruby, yes, in Fairfax Circle, and uh, uh, we've been doing a lot. We're going to be doing um, a show that's um, uh, just Mary speaking, just readings. And oh, doing tomorrow EFT. night. Yes, tomorrow Neville night. will be on at 8 o'clock, and you can go to telepathictv.com. And, and uh, I'll be on at 9 o'clock, and I'm going to be doing readings. Or if you want to call in just for general advice, um, I'll be using all kinds of different vehicles um, to assist you in any way that I can. And uh, I'm going to be TV. starting a series of programs based on the new book. Oh, we do have include, another call. Yeah, well, I just wanted to oh. say that uh, I'm going to be going over that, and that will eventually result in a... Um, uh, audiobook version of it, but I'll be reading it, and I welcome questions as we're doing that, that it will oh, how be, wonderful. yeah, that concept, which will be tomorrow night at 9, 8 o'clock for, eight eight for me, and 9 for, for you, so if you have um, the opportunity, please, to tune in, and hi, caller, what's your name, please? Or Wanda, number? this is Wanda from Arkansas. But you have Wanda. to watch hi. on the internet. Yeah, you have okay. to watch on the internet. Okay, hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you all doing? Wonderful. Thank you. Would you give me a general reading, Mary? I would most love to. The sphere is beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's a lovely item. It really is. Yes, it truly is. Okay. The first card, I love this card. It talks about, oh, we're pointing at uh, camera, camera one tonight. The... Um, you can see, barely make out, there's a guy crawling on the ground, looking at the ground. And it's like, oh, this is all there is, is the drudgery of life. And then he looks up and sees, oh, all around him. And then he, like the phoenix rising, looks up and sees infinity. There's been a series of awakenings that you have gone through. And one could say the hardships. And it's okay to say that word, because on one level they were. Mm -hmm. And then after you get through them, you realize that it's really made you who you are. And there's such a powerfulness about that. And it gave you the courage. I, I know in my own life, I created from a higher dimension things that were really, really uh, stress, not stressful, but taxing uh, to overcome. And what that taught me about me is I'm strong and I can survive no matter what. And I feel like that's happened with you as well, that you have that courage. You know you can survive. And when you get to that place, you're completely fearless, and you become the master. And your guides are with you, your teachers. You've, you've been through a lot, but you've gained so much from it. And start writing that down and looking at all that, that richness that it's given you. Because for each of us that goes through that and the wisdom we get, it's really a wonderful thing that we've gotten in the form of that gift, and it's wonderful to share it with the rest of the world because it makes it easier for everybody then. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Oh, the other crystal? Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't really have anything to say other than isn't, isn't she a beautiful crystal? And really? I keep that in the room where I do sessions with people. And so it's mm -hmm. coated with, uh, I programmed it, so to speak, with energies that bring clarity and insight to everyone. 
And we are going to be doing a crystal class this month. I don't have the specific dates, but mm -hmm. it is on the internet, uh, two of them. Okay? And, and uh, uh, please, uh, tomorrow evening, go to your computer to telepathictv.com. Uh, on the left menu bar, it says watch live. Yeah. And watch live. And we're still working out the, the, uh, Specifics. the tech stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to be uh, making that a lot more uh, textable. Nice. Yes. As as I learn more things about mm -hmm. that. So that'll be good. And yeah, and we're offering all kinds of classes as always. But uh, the point of this evening's show was that um, uh, we would not actually expect anyone to have totally cast off victim mentality by the end of the show. Although it could happen, I wouldn't put it past anyone that you could just go, oh, what was I thinking? And go to that next level and remain stable there. But to at least check it out at least to understand and uh, you know that it is possible to not be a victim uh, all manipulation is guilt manipulation if you never again in your life acted guilty you could not be manipulated in order to be manipulated you have to go to sleep and think that you're guilty and in order to be a victim you have to actually believe that that is a state of reality but it's not the technique here is uh, how from the event to the point that you recognize the event was your idea. That distance, that distance is victim mentality. The event, and I knew that was my idea, is a nanosecond apart. Now it varies because it'll take me, oh God, maybe you know, longer than a moment to catch on to. That was my idea. Well, of course that was my idea. And why did I do that? Oh, well, some form of improvement, without a doubt. Oh, and what form was that? Well, oh, well, patience, or oh, well, uh, this is the, the next step well, in I the think event. Even to not personalize it with that was my idea, because this is just another step yeah, into sure. that. Yeah. Because people tend to, to then get into the good, bad, whether that was a good or bad decision. Uh. The way I look at it, as just look at, we have, I was saying earlier, it's either fiction, I mean, it's either fantasy or hard, cold, harsh reality. Well, you have a choice. Neither of those are real or both of them are real. And you have a choice which one you take. And if you look at everything as containing a gift and a message mm -hmm. and a beautiful yeah, lesson yeah. in it, just ask yourself, what is the beautiful thing in yeah. here? I guarantee you that's what's going to come back to you. Whatever yeah. you ask of a situation, whatever you request of it to show you, it's going to show you. If you request it to show you how you're a victim, that's what you will be shown, and you will have the feelings as if you're a victim, yeah. and you will re retain the identity of being weaker and powerless. If you ask it for its beautiful gift, then you will grow and gain in wisdom from that. So take a piece of paper and write the word victim with a checkbox next to it, and then write free will with a checkbox next to it, and check one of those things. Do that, because that's or, what we're talking to you about. Yeah. Or you can crumple well, up the paper and throw it away. It's just not well, for us I, to dictate. Yeah, that's true. And I think it's just very powerful to not even yeah. look at either one of them as being a charged energy, whether you're a victim or not a victim. It, it's just no charge on any of that. It's mm -hmm. old tools for old schools, and now it's time to progress into something that serves better. Yeah. And that's how we get the world into a place of loving kindness to each other, is not to empower the victim, not to empower the victimizer, and not to empower the rescuer, but to empower the super consciousness to see how they were all yeah. gifts to us. Yeah, and that's it. Everything turns mm -hmm. out to be a blessing. Mm -hmm.
Anandala. And it was our joy and honor to take you to the door tonight. Fun to be here. Come Your join us at to walk Ruby through. Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays.